Hello and welcome to the Future Father Dave podcast. Join me, a Catholic seminarian, each week as I share the story of my vocation and prepare to embark upon the journey of a lifetime as a Catholic priest. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Future Father Dave podcast. It's been another eventful week here at St. Meinrad. I've had two exams uh, this week, and then I've also was privileged to celebrate the uh, founding day for Glenmary on Thursday, as well as attend a young adult uh, retreat weekend uh, gathering here at St. Meinrad this past weekend. So. A lot going on here, uh, but it was all uh, a lot of fun and very joyful. Uh, so with that, I will launch into a prayer. So in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for the opportunity to be involved in so many different wonderful activities here at St. Meinrad. Um, help me to remember that as I engage in these different activities that I'm doing so uh, to to know you better and to to help others to know you better and to uh, not lose sight of that in just trying to do all of these different things just for the sake of doing them but to keep you as the focus uh, in all of these different things that I'm doing in relation to ministry and outreach um, I pray that as we enter this uh, crunch time of the semester with lots of papers and exams and things like that that you may help the seminarians here to keep that focus as well on you and to remember that beyond all of the papers and exams, uh, we're here to, to know you and to love you. So in Jesus' name I pray, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So yeah, with that, I will jump into my rosebud thorn for this week. Uh, my rose, there's actually two roses. The first was our founding day celebration on Thursday. Um, we went to uh, all of the us men here at St. Meinrad. We traveled to Owensboro, Kentucky, which is about an hour south of here uh, at St. Meinrad to visit our Glenmary sisters. There are five remaining members of the Glenmary sisters. Uh, at one point, they were actually over a hundred members, uh, but unfortunately their numbers have just slowly dwindled uh, over the years and they're, um, they're not really involved in much active ministry at this point. Um, but they are still uh, there and they were really gracious to host us in Owensboro, which is where their, their headquarters is for the Glenmary Sisters. And uh, it was just such a joy to be there and to uh, be able to celebrate with them. We had mass and dinner uh, and uh, I could just tell that it meant uh, meant a lot for them to be able to see us and to to have us come visit and spend some time with them. So uh, that was a really really fun way to spend spend an evening on Thursday, and then on Friday I got to uh, cook for our community and I made my mom's famous cornbread recipe. So that was really really cool to to be able to introduce that to the guys here, and then uh, Friday night. All through Sunday, we had a, uh, a young adult gathering uh, focused specifically on mental health. We brought, uh, brought in uh, young people involved in ministry with young adults uh, 
from 10 different parishes came to St. Meinrad for a little conference and there was we had a, a speaker come in and, and talk about specifically mental health in relationship to uh, ministering to young adults. So it's a really um, pertinent conversation and uh, something that I think was really fruitful for all the people that attended. Uh, I know I got a lot out of it. So um, yeah, it was just good to have have these visitors on campus and, and be able to get to know some of these people from different places. Uh, my bud for this week is I'm really looking forward to my parents coming for a visit here in a couple weeks. They're, they're going to be coming the first weekend of November, so really looking forward to that. And then my thorn from this week was um, I had an a situation on uh, Tuesday, I believe, where I had committed to one thing, I had committed to, to, to meeting a friend at a certain time, and then I, I went to another event and ended up getting roped into doing something at that other event, and I intentionally, you know, decided to uh, go against my word. I had already committed to my friend, and yet I decided to stay at this other event when this other opportunity came up. I, I essentially got the better offer and took it. And uh, that was something I really wrestled with for the next couple days. Um, and it was really beautiful to see how I was able to grow from that experience because later in the week I had, you know, a similar thing pop up where it's like I had something that I had already committed to. I had said my yes and uh, I was able to, uh, another opportunity, kind of a, a better offer, something that might be perceived as more fun uh, came up and I was able to, to let my yes mean yes and my no mean no and to be able to, to, to say no and feel confident saying no in um, embracing the yes that I had already made uh, previously. And so that was a really neat sign of, of growth for me because I've always been kind of a yes man type and um, so that was really neat to, to see that that opportunity for growth, but it wasn't uh, necessarily the most fun thing to go through either. But sometimes you have to have those negative experiences in order to grow um, and move forward. So yeah, so that was my rosebud thorn for this week. So now I will introduce uh, this week's guest for the podcast, uh, uh, one of our older senior members, Joseph. Uh, he is in his final year here at St. Meinrad, and he will be uh, sharing his story of how he came to uh, be with Glen Mary and some of his uh, takeaways from his time here at St. Meinrad as he prepares to uh, move forward into full-time ministry next year. So, uh, really excited to welcome Joseph to the show. And um, one of my favorite things about Joseph is just how warm and kind and pastoral he is. Um, he always uh, greets me with brother. He calls me brother a lot. Um, uh, and it's just, it's, it's always a blessing to, to just hear him you know, cheerfully greet me, and uh, he has a way of setting people at ease that's um, really pretty unique. 
So, I uh, hope you enjoy his uh, interview, and uh, we'll catch you on the other side. So one of my biggest takeaways from this conversation with Joseph was just his insight about diving into community life and really being present with the people around you and your brothers in community, whether it's, you know, washing dishes or playing cards or whatever, cooking dinner, whatever the task may be, he, he really tries to throw himself into that. And that's a really good lesson that we can all learn is just having that awareness and that ability to be to be truly present and um, really be there and listen to people and just encounter people where they're at. Um, I think a lot of times I find myself being distracted by all of the other things that I need to do or I feel like I need to do and I'm so worried about the future or the past that I um, forget about being in the present. And um, yeah, so that was just a great reminder for me. Uh, and it was kind of exemplified by another encounter that uh, something one of our other brothers said on uh, Saturday morning that really struck me along those same lines. Uh, Aloysius, one of our other members, he uh, was what him and I were washing dishes after breakfast. We had a big, big Saturday breakfast of eggs and bacon and sausage, and um, we had a lot of dishes to clean up and everything. And um, somebody asked him why he wasn't loading the dishwasher, using the dishwasher. They said, "Hey, the dishwasher's right there. You could you could use the dishwasher. You don't have to hand wash the dishes." And he said, "You know, it's hand washing dishes builds community." because we had everybody engaged and because we were hand washing we had a whole assembly line of people he was washing and I was rinsing and then I would hand it to somebody else and they would dry it and somebody else would put it away and you know the whole kitchen was cleaned up in 10 or 15 minutes whereas you know had it been just a couple of people loading a dishwasher you know it wouldn't have been the same type of camaraderie and experience um, and you don't think of loading a dish doing dishes as an experience per se but uh that's precisely what it was it was it was a time to to enjoy each other's company and tell stories and crack jokes and you know that's um a, a part of building community and um you don't build community by not spending time with each other um and uh i think that's an important thing to to keep in mind uh, for myself as I, you know, navigate the the challenges of community life moving forward. It's been um, a lot more challenging than I anticipated to live in community life, and it's been a struggle in in a lot of ways. Um, but it's also been a joy too, and um, it's moments like that that I need to hold on to to remind me of why. Uh, community life can be so special and how and how it can be really special um so yeah um thank you joseph again for being part of the podcast and uh 
hopefully you listeners took something away from today's episode. All right. So this week I am joined by one of our senior members in Glen Mary, Joseph, and he is one of three members of our community who are in their deacon in, part of the deacon class here at St. Myrad. They haven't officially been ordained deacons yet, but they are uh, working towards that in the near future, and uh, really excited to have you on here to share your background and your story and how you kind of came to learn about Glenberry. So welcome, Joseph. Thank you very yeah. much, Future Father Dave. Yeah, it's been uh, a real pleasure getting to know you here over the last couple months. Uh, I hadn't spent any time with you before moving in here at the house, and you've been been a joy to be around and uh, somebody who's really welcomed me with open arms into the community. So thank you, brother. I want to thank you for uh, being that model to me of uh, as an older guy, just really welcoming me in and making me feel feel at home. So thank you, brother. Thank yeah. you for inviting inviting me here into your mansion, into your office. So yeah, we're wonderful. actually we're actually in my room right now, so <laughs> yes. recording. So. Thank you, brother. Uh, but mm -hmm. yeah, I guess uh, to start, if you could just introduce yourself and uh, kind of share where you're from and how you got uh, connected with Glen Mary, and then kind of what what it was about Glen Mary that drew you to working with our specific charism. My name is Joseph from Kenya. I come from eastern part of Kenya. Okay. So. Um, while I was doing my philosophy back in Africa, I used to play basketball and I met this young guy who was discerning with Glen Mary. And this young guy introduced me to Glen Mary way of life. My former community congregation was more contemplative and myself, I, I was discerning something active, something missionary. Yeah, you definitely don't seem like you'd be a great fit for a contemplative order. You're very, very much want to engage with people and you're very pastoral. That's one of the big things. Oh my goodness. Is that a compliment, brother? That's absolutely a compliment. You, you're very pastoral. You're, you're, you're always smiling, always reaching oh out to people with a positive word. So. Oh my goodness. Thank you, brother. Thank you, yeah. future Father Dave. Absolutely. So, yes, he introduced me to Glen Mary and I went ahead and I finished my philosophy. Then I, I went into business for some years as I was still discerning my vocation. And then after really discerning and thinking about what I wanted in life, I started thinking very much about priesthood, which is missionary priesthood. Then I conducted Glen Mary vocation director with the email that I was given by the young guy like that is like six years before. I conducted the vocation director he was very positive I started journeying with him and that is how I find myself in Glen Mary and now here I am. Very cool. So yes so my vocation I can trace it from Basketball, even in basketball, very little way. Basketball, and now here I am. Yeah, it's, it's funny how two things that seem very not connected can can have such a profound impact and and shape the trajectory of our lives. It's it's really often the little things and the little moments that end up 
having the biggest impact in a lot of cases. So. I tell you, brother, it is just like our God works in mysterious way. It is like the scenes of our divine creator. The presence of God is there in everything, in whatever we do in life. And that is what I try, that is part of my theology, like to, to, to be everywhere, to try to, to be present where I can. Absolutely. To be in community, to be in breakfast, to be in games, to be in, in any, whatever community event that we may have in our community. Because I believe there is God voice there. God can talk to you in anything, in everywhere, in whatever you are. It doesn't matter how small it may look like. Absolutely. Because I'm here because of 30 minutes of basketball back in Kenya. Thanks be to God, brother. That's beautiful. Yes, brother. Yeah. So um, now, now that you've shared a little bit about your background and how you came to Glen Mary, uh, if you could just reflect now on your time here at St. Meinrad as you're in your final year and getting ready to go on to full-time ministry with Glen Mary, what are some kind of big takeaways from your time in seminary and some, some big things that you learned that maybe you didn't know before or that you can take with you and apply moving forward into full-time ministry? My brother, what I've learned throughout my stay here is one thing which I can just call like, as far as we live, we are always students. As far as, as, far as we live, we are always learning because I thought I was this kind of guy who is very big with, with uh, cultural competence. I thought I was this guy who is very big with, with um, cultural interactions and all that. Yeah, you thought you had it all figured out. But now, have, the life has taught me something different. That we should be always ready to learn new, new things. Okay, I've learned always to be curious. I've learned always to be curious in life. I've learned to approach life with a lot of curiosity. I've learned- That's a good skill to have as a missionary. Yes, brother. I've learned to have the, to have big mindset, to have this kind of big mindset, whereby I can be at my status, but I, I can also be empathic. I can also be, I can also feel for the other person. I can also have this imagination of my neighbor, my, my significant other. I can, that to be myself, but also to be able to reach out to others and to try to journey with them and yeah, to learn more, to be curious. And that, uh, that has been my learning experience in my time here. Wow, what a great takeaway of just always being curious and always seeking to continue your education where there's things we can learn every single day. Yes, brother. And uh, yeah, we need to be lifelong learners in order to be, um, to have a more rich life. You know, if we just stay in one spot and don't branch out and don't try new foods or new things like that, like we're never going to, um, to really get to know people yes. in uh, a deeper way. Yes, brother. So, yeah, that's a, that's a beautiful, 
reflection and example there. Um, in terms of moving into full-time ministry next year, what are some things that you're really looking forward to about uh, being out in the missions with Glenmary? I'm moving out to mission with, with a curious mind. I've worked in our missions, I've been sent to work in our missions, different parts of our missions. I, I already have the picture of what I'm going to encounter in our missions. How many different missions have you served in? I've served like, like in three of them. Okay. I can say of four because I, I was sent to Lafayette, Tennessee for some short Christmas time. I can okay. talk of four of them, yes. Gotcha. Yes. So I've done ecumenism, I've worked with youths, I've visited homebound parishioners, I've served masses in, in Tennessee with Father Neil. I tell you, brother, our missions are such wonderful places, working with our people. And I'm going to our missions with curiosity, because missions may change every now and then, like the time of COVID taught us a lot. So I'm moving there with curious mind, a mind which will be able to discern here and now, and to see the needs which will be present. Because as one of our grandmother priests tells me, he tells me I should be ready always to do whatever God presents me. And that is what I'm going to be doing. Because now I've been going through formation. Before I joined priesthood, I had this crude mindset of what priesthood is. But now that mindset of my vocation has been formed through and, theology, through philosophy. It's clear. it's clear what your task is. Yeah. Now I feel very clear. I feel very ready to, on to what I'm taking on here. And I'm going there also being curious and, and being ready to learn because we never stop learning life. I don't feel like I'm going to conquer it all, no. I feel like I'm just going out there. I'm going to learn more. I'm going to be taught by experience as I'll be giving the experience what I've already have learned. In the name of Jesus Christ, man. Absolutely. Yes, brother. All right. Well, thank you for sharing uh, a little bit about your story and how you got to be with Glen Mary and some things you're looking forward to about your, your missions. Um, one last thing I'd like to ask uh, before we sign off here is do you have any favorite moments or experiences from your time in the missions? Uh, any significant you know, encounters that you have with people that maybe stand out? My most important encounters in our missions is when I'm going with Glen Mary brothers who are priests and who are, who are students, like going to do some shopping for our youths who will be meeting, or maybe visiting a sick parishioner or visiting a old parishioner in our missions. These are some of the big moments of my serving in the missions. Not forgetting also ecumenism. Yeah, 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 these simple things. Because it is this, it is in these simple things where we meet, we, we serve, we, are, we become Christ to other people. Not forgetting ecumenism whereby we interact with our fellow human beings who just have different, different denominations. But we share in, you, in humanity. We share humanity with them. 
so I like going to be in communion with them and we share what we share in common in them. Wonderful experiences, brother. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, um, appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast and share a little bit about you. And I hope the, the listeners took something away from this conversation. I know the big takeaway for me has been um, just to be curious and never stop learning. So To be curious, brother, that one we should not forget. Absolutely. And also to always try to be people who try the middle way, not to be of at the extreme size of life. To be curious and try to be people who are very well balanced, people of the middle but not of the extremes. Wonderful people. Yeah. That's how we can defeat the spirit of war in the world, avoiding extremes Absolutely. and being curious. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time and uh, we'll let you get back to studying here. Welcome, brother. I'm going walking now. <laughs>So for this week's Wink of the Week segment, I actually have two winks to share with you. Uh, the first has to do with our guest presenter from the uh, young adult gathering this weekend. She was a uh, presenter from Notre Dame University and I have a Notre Dame connection with my friend Jacqueline from the Appalachian Trail from this summer. Uh, as those of you who have listened to previous episodes may remember, uh, Jacqueline was a huge part of my Appalachian Trail journey over the summer. And uh, so Jacqueline is doing a graduate theology program right now at Notre Dame called the ECHO program. And it turns out that this presenter who presented for us uh, this weekend is going to be giving their retreat for the ECHO program in January. So it's kind of a small world there and uh, I am planning to connect Jacqueline with Beth and um, hopefully the two of them can connect and who knows what God will do with that connection but uh, that's not my job to figure that out. Uh, but I think it would be really cool to connect them and um, seems like they would uh, they would have a lot in common. So. Yeah, uh, so that was the first wink, and then the second wink was from uh, one, of the one of the participants of the Young Adult Gathering. Uh, when he found out that I was with Glen Mary, he told me that his family used to live in Rutledge, uh, or maybe they still do, I, I don't remember the, the exact details, but he was familiar with Glen Mary because he lived in Rutledge, um, and he said that his brother actually was named Aaron because of our vice president, Father Aaron, who used to serve there in Rutledge. And so that was really neat to hear that story um, and, and have that sense of connection with him and uh, to just recognize the impact that we're having on communities as um, Glen Mary and it made me really proud to be a member of Glen Mary. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of the Future Father Dave podcast. I'm eternally grateful for this opportunity to share my journey with you. And I pray that in sharing my story, 
I can inspire you in your own spiritual journey.